Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's not going to be a nightmare. It's going to be something you can do for all the family. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times. We're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Epicurean Travel Fest, which is, of course, MG's Kitchen. Today, we're going to go a little bit exotic. We're going to go back to North Africa. I've already shown you how to make a very nice Moroccan chicken. Today, we're going to go with lamb, and we're going to make some lamb. Uh, it's going to be Tunisian-flavoured. We're going to use some harissa, which is a very spicy sort of paste, which they get in uh, in that part of the world. We're going to use a little bit of root, raz al-hanout, as we have before, some caraway seeds, some turmeric, some ground cumin. And basically, we're going to make this beautiful marinade, first of all, which means that you're going to get a bowl uh, in which to put the diced lamb. I've got here something like Welsh lamb diced leg steaks. Um, looks like around about 300 grams or so, which should be enough for a couple of people. If you make it, you're going to tip that into the bowl, first of all. And then add it into that bowl, you're going to put some of this beautiful... It's called rose harissa. This stuff is very spicy, mind you, so be very careful when you do it. I'm putting two teaspoons in, okay? I'm then gonna be putting some yogurt in. I've got here some of that Yo Valley Greek yogurt with honey, which is rather nice. Because that will mix with the harissa and it will cool it slightly. And it's already giving it a lovely kind of light brown flavor. And you're gonna marinate it really for I would say an hour. Like, whenever you marinate stuff, the longer you leave it, the better. I'm going to put a little salt in. Squeeze a little bit of lemon. Lemon juice, of course, which is what I've got here. I might put a bit of olive oil in there as well, because that's always good. And I'm going to leave the lemon in there, actually. That's always a good idea. A little bit of olive oil as well. Now I'm going to put garlic and ginger in this dish, so you can, if you wish, put the garlic into the marinade if you want. That's entirely up to you. But as of now, I'm not going to put it in here at the moment. And when you marinate things, you can marinate them overnight if you want in the fridge. It's always a good idea. They marinate quicker if you actually just do them on the stove top. Right? It's me mixing it. This is going to be delicious. This is a kind of off the top of my head recipe. So I've never really made exactly this before. It's just something I fancy to do. I looked and saw that I had some harissa in the fridge and I thought, you know, that is exactly what I would like to use to cook this with. So that's the beginning. So we're going to put this to one side for about an hour and we'll come back to it. I've had another look at the marinade. I've decided actually I'm going to put a clove of garlic in, chopped. I'm also going to put some uh, ginger in, just about say a centimetre of ginger, uh, where you chop it up. Uh, you take off the skin and I've also put a teaspoon of ground cumin in so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover the bowl with a piece of cling film and I'm going to leave it on top of the stove basically uh, until about an hour from now and then we might start cooking which will be fantastic it already smells great so we're back in the kitchen we've been waiting for the um, marinade to carry on it's been marinating now for about an hour so here's what we're going to do next we're going to cut up a green pepper doesn't have to be a green pepper you could use a red one if you prefer but I quite like the idea of using a green pepper I put some olive oil in a saucepan because what we're going to end up doing is cooking a couple of little vegetables up 
we ended up, as you remember, putting the um, garlic and the ginger in the marinade, right? So, and as I've said to you before, the harissa is quite hot. However, as you know, I do quite like a spicy dish. So, because there's yogurt in there as well, I'm gonna add into this a couple of chilies, or one and a half chilies, actually, half a green chili. The reason it's half is because the bottom half of it looked like it had gone a bit off. So I cut the bottom, bottom bit off. But I've got a whole red one. Now these are not Thai chilies, so they shouldn't be mega hot. But I guess as I always say to you, you can never be too sure. So we're warming up the um, the oil in the pan. Just putting that in as we speak. And I've just spotted one piece that I didn't cut properly. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna fry up the chilies and the peppers. Then I've got a bunch of um, other things I'm gonna put in, but that will come after I've decanted basically the um, marinated lamb, which is all mixed together. And you will have seen a picture by now, um, mixed together with the yogurt, with the harissa, it should be really, really nicely blended. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put a little bit of um, caraway seeds in as well, actually. They always give everything else. I would say a pinch, which means you know, literally pinch between your fingers. Okay, and I've got a little bit of Raz Al Hanout here as well, which I'm going to put in there, and a bit of turmeric. Turmeric can be used for almost any dish, which is anywhere around the Mediterranean, really. I mean, it's also an Indian curry flavor as well. But this is all this is all good. I pour myself another glass of wine while we do it. I'm having a little um, white today. This one is um, chilli and dry white, vibrant and grassy from the central valley of Chile. And it is very nice, it's very light, it's very summery. And it'll go very nicely with this particular dish. Cheers. Now you can hear the um, pan sizzling a little bit. I can smell from the chilli smoke coming off that, that those chilies are actually gonna be quite hot, <laughs> but I'm going to give them a quick stir around. The caraway seeds also give it a really nice flavour. We just want the green peppers and chilies to be just a little soft because this lamb is going to need to cook for a little while. It's a sort of stewing based lamb. So let's get that on the go. I'm now pouring that into the pot. So there's plenty of sauce as a result of the, uh, the marinade, right? Which I'm just pouring in. Now don't do anything with the um, don't do anything with the lemons we've got in there as well. You can take those out later if you want, but there's no harm in leaving them in. Now turn it down a little bit and just let that kind of wriggle around. And what you're going to do basically with the um, the marinade is you're going to pour water into it because this is going to need water, no question. This particular because the, the problem with the marinade is it's not that liquidy, right? So you might find you need to add a little bit of water, but don't add water too soon would be my suggestion. Just give it a little go for a while, see how it, see how it looks. And always pour the water into the bowl that you add the marinade in because then you'll pick up all the flavors of that as well, which is always good. So you can hear it sizzling away there. You're gonna put the lid back on the pot basically and just leave it for a little while. Just keep an eye on it, keep checking it every five minutes or so because you don't want it drying out. If it dries out, just put a little bit of water in, like maybe half a cup, okay? 
You should be able to hear the lamb tunis cooking away in the uh, pot there. It seems to have now sort of found its way into a slightly more liquefied form. I did put a little bit of water in. I'm going to put about half a teaspoon of smoked sweet paprika. I'm going to put, I've had a little taste of it, and it is a little spicy, but not overwhelmingly so. I'm going to put about half a teaspoon of Raz El Hanout, which is the same stuff we put in the Moroccan chicken. It's that um, very, very lovely sort of Moroccan, North African spice which literally means it's from the chef's table. And a half a teaspoon as well of turmeric, because apart from anything else, turmeric's really good for you. And I'm gonna give all that a stir, that should thicken it up a little bit, because the yogurt and the harissa has now kind of turned into a very nice gravy, effectively, which looks amazing, actually. Now the lamb, as I say, it did come in cubed form, but the longer, obviously, like with all these things, it's like a lamb curry, the longer you cook it, the better. So don't be in a great hurry to eat it because you want it to be literally falling apart, don't you? You want it to be just crumbling, the meat crumbling. We're going to add couscous to it in a little while, but so far, so good. So here we are back in the kitchen. Uh, we're back in the kitchen because the lamb part of the dinner is pretty much ready. It's been cooked through. It looks amazing. It tastes amazing. It's got a lovely sort of shine to it. All of the different flavours have come together. It's a little bit on the spicy side. Today what we're going to do in order to make it work. Because you could eat this basically with lots of things. You could eat it with flatbread probably. You could eat it with, if you wanted to, probably rice. We're going to be making couscous today. And the reason for that is because couscous and anything to do with North African cuisine, and we're talking Tunisia, and we're talking Morocco, is really, 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 really good. So that's what I'm going to be doing today. Um, and I thought originally I was going to just put the couscous in with the lamb but I've decided I'm going to cook it separately. And when you do that, you just need a separate pot. And I'm going to put some spring onions in. I'm going to put some um, uh, small, uh, one small green chili, a little bit of vegetable stock. Some people, when they do this, make do it with mushrooms as well, but I haven't got any mushrooms, so I can live without that. But it's really nice if you just do it with spring onions. Even obviously you can use regular onions if you want, if you haven't got any spring onions. I just happen to have some spring onions, and I bought some at the supermarket when I was there the other day. So you can probably hear the uh, kettle boiling in the background. Because what you're going to do first is get us another small saucepan, which will basically be where you cook the couscous. So we're going to deliver effectively the couscous uh, separately. So we'll put the two things on a plate separately, if that makes sense. But I'll talk you through how we do it. Right, so we've got the saucepan, we put some vegetable oil in there. The reason, by the way, for putting stuff in couscous to give it a flavour is because without it, it doesn't really have any flavour. So we've cut, we've already chopped up the uh, three onions and the chilli. And as you can tell, that's quite a hot little scenario going on there, so we can turn that down a bit. This is basically what you're going to do. Like everything with couscous and rice, you measure it out as if it's... Um, you know, going to be enough for, for you. You don't want to drown your um, lamb dish with too much couscous. But the good thing is, right, I'll be happy to tell you, is that you can measure everything in a mug. So if you imagine a mug of tea, and I've got a bag of couscous here, if you imagine a mug of tea, if you pour the couscous into that mug of tea and you make about three quarters of a cup, that's usually enough to pretty much cover all eventualities. If you want, you can put a little bit of salt in there. And you're going to be looking out for a little piece of vegetable stock 
At least that's what I'm going to be looking for, which I've got in the cupboard here. Some people use a chicken stock. I happen to have vegetable here, so that's what I'm using, because that's good. I haven't got lamb stock. If I had lamb stock, I would use that, but I don't have it. I don't normally keep lamb stock as a general rule. So as you can hear the and see the spring onions kind of softening, that's when you add the couscous. And the couscous really is like, looks a little bit like semolina, you know? That's kind of the way that it hangs together. What you're going to do now is on the pork, you heard the kettle going behind you, you're going to pour boiling water into the pot and just cover that couscous, right? You're going to drop in the vegetable stock and in this case once again it's a stock pot you're going to take your little spoon and you're going to make sure that it all mingles together and what you're going to basically do is take it off the heat put the lid on it and just leave it to absorb the water by the time it's absorbed the water it takes about 10 minutes maybe less you're ready to go it's really good the lamb tagine that we are asking you to make is slightly more complicated than some of the dishes that we do. Here's what you're going to do, because you're going to have to marinate the lamb. First of all, buy some lamb shoulder, get it chopped. If you haven't done it already, you can buy it cubed in the supermarket. You're going to need some olive oil, you're going to need some Greek yogurt, you're going to need some harissa, two cloves of garlic, two centimetres of fresh ginger. You're going to put all of that into a marinade. You're going to put the lamb inside all of that. After that, you're going to start cooking with uh, one half teaspoon of cumin, one teaspoon of turmeric, one pinch of caraway seeds, one lemon, one green chili chopped, one green pepper sliced. And then, after all that, you're gonna make the couscous. And the way that I like to make the couscous, a bit of vegetable oil, um, a few bits of spring onion, I would say four spring onions chopped, uh, and then just put the uh, cup of couscous in and add some vegetable stock pot. I'll put a bit of a red chili in as well if you want a little bit of heat, but if you don't, leave the chili out. Join me again next time for another episode of MG's Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And if you want to show me your creations, tweet me at MG's Kitchen.